Welcome back to another episode of Simply a Professional. I'm your host, Webby. Joining me tonight, we got Rob. Hey, guys, it's Rob. Hey, we got Devin. What's up, people? How y'all doing? And we got special guest Donnie slash Guy Fury. Hello. Donnie, you don't even remember us calling you Guy Fury, do you? I was waiting for it. I, don't no, I forgot the name. I just knew there was a name coming. I don't remember why I, we did it. No, I, didn't we call? Didn't we call Anthony Guy Fieri? No, it was Donnie. No, we Donnie. called Anthony Hollywood. <laughs> Hollywood. Hollywood. That's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I am not oh, no, he, no, I know. I remember exactly why he was. He got called Guy Fieri. He, he got Guy Fieri. Well, no, because he kept saying he was going to show up and do uh, an SU with us. And then, like, three times in a row, he'd be like, he wouldn't show up on the day of SU. We're like, damn it, Donnie. Guy Fieri. These things were scheduled? I don't know. I don't know. Did you get with my assistant? And then it was, like, one of those things where it was like, I want to call him Guy Fieri because, like, everybody hates Guy Fieri. But really, there's no reason to hate Guy Fieri. Like, he he did nothing wrong. It's true. (laughs) It's his dumbass California hair. Like, he, he did nothing wrong, and it's everybody hates him anyway, so I was like, Donnie really did nothing wrong, but we're just going to act like we hate him, so, I call him, so I'm just going to call him Guy Fury. Yeah. And thus, All the right. nickname of... So yeah, this week it's not just me. I actually, there's extra people. There is extra people. Yeah, so last week Rob recorded a little SU episode of himself. It was, I want to say, I think it was just under three minutes long. Yeah. Um... And that was including intro and outro music. Mm-hmm. Oh, all right, yeah, so it's you know it was on par. Um, last week we did not do an SU. Uh, we had a guest with Donnie, actually, uh, an impromptu flight up to New Hampshire and stayed with myself Survivor. and Rob. Yep, and we just kind of hung out for the week, uh, and then. Go figure, once Donnie left, the week after, everything just kind of got dumped. And this week just feels like there's not enough time in the week to do anything. I have things scheduled every day, like multiple things. (laughs) Yeah. So, I don't know. Uh, If that's the case, Donnie, come back. (laughs) We also promised two SUs this week. Yeah, I know. So hear me out, guys. Hear me out. We'll cut it short right here and then pick it right back up. <laughs> Two SUs. <laughs> I'm hearing you out. I mean, heck, I was going to say, if I want to go to New Orleans next year, like March, if that falls through, which I have a feeling it will anyway, I'm taking the time regardless. I'm coming to see you guys. Doors open. We just put a new lock on it, but it's still unlocked. <laughs> ten out of ten would go again. So you're always welcome here, Devin. 
But what so what so what you're saying is you guys don't trust Donnie for shit because as soon as you left, you changed the locks. Oh, we changed the locks. While they we changed here. them before I even left. They did it in front of me. Yeah. Yep. So. That's because well, see, I woke up three separate times. They were both asleep or in the other room with the door so, closed, and Rob's dog had opened the front door. So okay, so listen. Here's the thing, Rob. At this point, everybody knows Rob moved up from Connecticut. He moved in with me. Mm. Now, I have had a way of life my whole life. I'm 37 now. My whole life has been this way. My front door to this house has has never been locked. Uh, even when I lived alone or like if, if, you know, when my dad lived with me or whatever, and we went into town, no matter what, wherever I went, I never locked the door. Door was wide open. Fuck. Which I don't seemed know. crazy to me when I got yeah. here. I was like, what and the then, fuck? Like my car keys normally uh, right now they're on my desk, but my car keys, you know, my car would be in the driveway. I would leave my car keys right in the cup holder, you know, whatever. Nobody's nobody ever bothered any of us my whole life. So all of a sudden now, you know, Rob, you know, we would go into town or whatever and we would leave Matilda here and he got really nervous. So I went out and I, I thought I had a key for the front door, but I couldn't find it. So I just went to Home Depot, got a whole new fucking front door knob and changed the locks. And now we have a locked door for when we want to go into town. I'm an yeah. adult now, everyone. <laughs> Mostly because just because I was afraid that somebody would just come in and let Matilda loose because she'd come looking for me like, where is daddy? And run out the door because people were coming and going all the time, yeah. which because I, I was I got OK with leaving the because I just locked my bedroom door at night. If murder came in the doors. My bedroom door is at least locked. But <laughs> Rob, uh, a murderer could walk through our door at noon. You could be sitting at your computer and you'd be yeah. dead when I woke up. Listen, I know, <laughs> but anyway, but I was worried that like his sister or somebody might come in and like accidentally let her just out because she'd go looking for me like, where's daddy? So I was like, I want to lock the door at least when she's by herself here. So that's yeah. why he used the locks for me. Yeah. <laughs> Other than that, the door's always open still. I mean, even, even with the new locks, it's not locked. Uh, I feel like, I feel like Webby, Webby discovering like a lock. It's like. Wait, I can lock the door and keep my family out that I don't want in? Oh, <laughs> oh that's going to be something else I that I never... want to talk to you about, Devin, because we need to catch up. Yeah. Uh, uh, it it, it well, was not something that I wanted to happen while Donnie was here. Uh, you know, okay, so let me get right into this. At the beginning of the week when Donnie showed up, my mom sent me a message. She came here and she's like, oh, you should sell the, the Chevy. I'm going to give you the Ford. Sell the Chevy, blah, blah, blah. I was like, I don't want to sell the Chevy. I really don't want to talk about any of this shit right now. Not when I have company I really here. You don't want a Ford. Well, I don't want... I mean, the, the Ford's full of problems. But in any case, I essentially told her, I was like, hey, just wait until after Donnie's gone. I'll talk to you. Then then you can stress me out with all this talk. Okay? She's like, okay, okay. I, I didn't mean to stress you out, blah, blah, blah. Then my sister messages me. She's like, I'll give you 500 bucks for the Chevy. I heard you're selling it. I was like, I'm not selling it, first off. And second, if I was, why, what makes you think I would sell it to you for 500 bucks? You know, I could get at least 1300 for it. Easy. Okay? Right. Well, that happened at the beginning of the week. Middle of the week. Like, literally two days later, maybe. 
Okay, so I'm kind of already stressed out about being bothered by all this. And, you know, Donnie and Rob, they're trying to keep my mind occupied and trying to make me not stress out. My mom comes here, she's crying. Right, she, she's exasperated, she doesn't know what to do. My sister went on Facebook and fucking blasted her on Facebook. Right, now mind you, my sister, before Donnie started, before Donnie came to visit, has been staying on my couch. Okay, so she could use the mm-hmm. shower in the morning, go to her job, because somebody down the road picks her up, and they go to the same job. You know, she was supposed to be staying out in the camper, but she's been staying in the house. Even when Donnie was here, she was staying out in the camper, coming into the house, using the shower, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Now, you know the history between me and my sister, Devin. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I, for the longest time, a few of my friends, I'll say that one of the one of one of my most one of my closest friends being Clay has always tried to give me advice. I've always vented on him about my family. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I've always taken every all of their all of their advice because their advice has always just been fucking kick her ass out, you know, be done with it. But when my dad was alive, I just wanted to just make peace just for my dad's sake. My dad didn't want us fighting. My dad didn't, you know, he wanted everybody to just kind of get along. And I was just like, okay, I'm just... And I told my mom this when my dad was still alive. I was like, my patience is only extended because it's for dad. That's it. When dad passes... Mm -hmm because we were all kind of preparing ourselves for that, my patience is going to run out. Now, Dad passed in February. Okay? Mm -hmm. Carrie blasted my mom on Facebook. Drove my mom to tears. That was the last straw. And I messaged Carrie. I said, I threw your shit out on the front lawn. When you're out of work, pick it up. Get out. You're not welcome here anymore. I don't want to see you anymore. Plain and simple. I gave. I actually gave her an ultimatum. I said, I will forgive and forget everything if you publicly apologize to my mother and personally apologize to my mother for what you said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I even mentioned I mentioned that to him, and because I was like, is, just make sure I get the shit in my in the shower or whatever the. Fu-. I was like, whatever. Yeah, because yeah, he had he had um who the person that owns the. The trailer coming to get it, and I was like, "What if your sister does apologize? What are you going to do then?" He's like, "She's never going to apologize." So, Devin, I mean, that's—I mean, I finally kicked my sister to the curb. Hey, good for you. You Proud of you. I mean, I was stressed out. Real, I was really kind of up in arms that whole day. Um, again, it was something I apologized to both Rob and Donnie. It was not something I wanted you guys to to witness firsthand. But, uh, you know, I used to go through that same exact thing almost on an every other day basis with her. And, uh, no, I'm just, I'm done. And for everybody out there who's listening, just know, because I do know some of my other family members listen to the SU. Just know, I have zero patience. At all. Ever again. And if you think I need somebody 
in my life, or if you think I need you in my life, you might want to reevaluate that. <laughs> so, yeah, everybody I need is right here in this call right now, and my mom. That's it. Yeah, his mom read us some of the things she wrote, and they were pretty bad. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't great. I try to keep oh, my nose Webby. out of it, but yeah, Webby, I know you're a fan. Um, I mean, I've seen the show. I am a fan of the show, but I'm not like the biggest fan of the show in the world. Like, I'm not gonna like break my neck over this. But thank apparently, Devin Dexter. The, thank Devin for changing <laughs> the subject on us. <laughs> yep. I think Dexter uh, Dexter is coming back to Showtime in 2021. It's getting a 10-episode uh, limited series. Really? Yes. Uh, it's only 10 episodes, though. <laughs> it's a limited series. I love Dexter. A 10 you're getting 10 episodes of Dexter back. Yeah, well, they're probably going to do the 10-episode thing so they can kill him off or whatever because nobody liked the way it ended, apparently. I liked. I didn't mind the way it ended. For those of you who haven't seen Dexter... I, I haven't watched any of it because somebody told me the end of the show before I ever started it. So that was not me. I don't well, remember. Now, who it was. Well, 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 well. To be fair, Donnie, now you can watch it because there's ten episodes that are really going to be another ending to the show that you now well, won't be spoiled on. Yeah. There's a couple other pretty large spoilers. I mean, I should probably go start watching it. Everybody loves it. It was. It, it also took me like three years after the series was over to watch Breaking Bad, and it's one of my favorite shows I've ever watched. Never seen it. I've seen the first seven episodes three times now. <laughs> that's so weird to me that that they're that they're doing that. But that's another like thing, I guess. That like it's just them not um, not caring about. Uh, hold on one second. I'm just verifying something. Yeah. Okay. Like them, like not caring about the. Uh, like Netflix Marvel shows, because they're remaking Blade, right? It's in it's currently in pre-production. The person that's going to be playing Blade is the guy that played Cottonmouth in uh, Luke Cage. Okay, which is fine, but it's just like it's weird. Well, it's, it's funny to me that like they're gonna, heard, like they're just. I heard Disney Plus is either considering or they are going to be bringing back the Punisher using. The same guy from the Netflix show. Yeah. So. I mean, I always said the Punisher, like just off appearance, the Punisher should be either that uh, him, he, 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 you know, uh, him, or even like Frank Grillo. Frank Grillo, I mean, looks like the Punisher too. Yeah. Speaking of Frank Grillo, we have to watch that movie. I've seen that movie. It's a pretty good movie. movie? Um. It's on Hulu. Frank Grillo movies. Hold on, I'll tell you in a second. What is it called again? Boss oh. level. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You did mention that to me. Yeah, boss level is pretty solid. Pretty solid movie. It's like you know, it's like not like, oh, but I mean, it's actually a pretty interesting movie. It was pretty fun to watch. It was a fun watch. They're bringing back Gossip Girl apparently. Hey, they're making a Cowboy Bebop live action. All right, all right. I didn't like all the right. cartoon. I mean, that's that was fun. one of the few animes that you had recommended that I just really did not care for. Pure, purely, I want to say it was purely because of the animation style. I didn't, I didn't get into it. It wasn't slightly older animation style, but I <laughs> yeah, but I liked Berserk. Yeah, but Berserk also you also like had like high points in like the 
fantasy aspect. So like you kind of yeah, he he in the very first episode he fought a giant vagina monster. Yeah. Donnie, we should watch the first episode of Berserk. <laughs> Berserk? Yeah. Yeah. What is this? Uh, it's it's kind of it's an anime. It's kind of like D and D esque. But You'll he, like Berserk. You'll like he, Berserk. He I'll fights, be honest he with fights you, a giant vagina monster at the end. See, I, see, my 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 only conflicting things with Berserk is the best version of Berserk includes like the watch the full thing. You have to watch the new like Netflix shows, but they did the whole thing in that stupid like rotoscope 3D animation style, and I fucking hate it. No, you gotta watch and, the like, old school I, Berserk. No, the old school. But I'm saying the Netflix one actually continues the story. Oh. So if you want like the whole story, you gotta watch Netflix like movies <laughs> shit and shit too. But I fucking hate the animation style on the Netflix show, so it's like I hate, I hate watching it. Devin, but yeah, Webby, have you seen Helsing or whatever? He's the one that had me watch Helsing Abridged. Okay, yeah, <laughs> Donnie had us watch Helsing Abridged. They yeah. loved it. I it, I thoroughly a, enjoyed it. <laughs> Helsing Abridged is probably the second. Okay. Probably the second best abridged, second best abridged anime show. Let me let me ask you this: the first, for sure, being Dragon Ball Z abridged. Yeah. Let, let me ask you this, Devin. Yeah. Yes. Helsing abridged. Who do you think my top two, three favorite characters are in that show? Uh that's hard. I haven't watched it. I, I can't. I'm trying to think of like some of like the one-liners and shit that people would say. Oh man, it's hard. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. They were are <laughs> arguably three of the. They were all three t- technically major characters. Well, one of them. If the intro song guy. was a person, it would be one of them. Well, all three of us were singing the intro that, song yeah. over the course of my week there. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Just go for it, Webster. I mean, Alucard is one of them, just purely for his one-liners. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, well he has those. In, he has those in the actual show too. Yeah, uh, big titty police girl. Oh, uh, Sarah's okay. No, big titty police girl. She doesn't have a name. Okay. <laughs> 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 Bitches love cannons. Okay, that's all that matters. Say, say my name. And the third person, I don't remember his name, but he was the. Uh, the priest guy that always kept trying to hunt down Alucard. Alexander. Alexander, yeah. Yep, there you go. Okay. The crazy Irish priest dude. Yep. I yep, like yep, 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 yep. So. Yep. But yeah, we watched that. Rob's been watching Rising of the Shield Hero and Demon Slayer. Demon Slayer. Demon Slayer is really dope. Shield Hero is dope. Uh, I like both. Uh, I'm only yeah. up as we're now. Demon Slayer, not, we're only up. I can't watch them by myself anymore. We're, we're only, we're <laughs> He's only caught up. I'm caught up in like three days. As, yeah, we're only as far as like the the spider forest thing. I think in yep. in Demon Slayer, mm-hmm. um, Shield Hero, you can watch whenever you want, Rob. I mean, I'll watch it with you, but I mean, I've already watched the whole thing. Yeah, but it's only on Funimation, which is only on the TV in the living room. Yeah, there's nothing that says you can't watch TV in the living room when I'm not in there. True, I guess. Um, Until one and... day when you come out and the TV's back in my room. <laughs> well, there's that too. <laughs> uh, also, the uh, 
been rewatching Teen Wolf with Webby. Yeah. And that we sure. watched we watched one episode without Donnie, and he screamed at us. And now we won't watch anymore without him. Yeah, now we're afraid. <laughs> oh, I screamed too. I certainly did. I won't deny that. It's like, it's a not part been the one, one that I've been looking forward to watching. There's one part of the now. whole show I wanted to watch with you on. I thought y'all watched it without me. It's coming up. And, uh, oh, sure. Now I've been watching oh, Sons of Anarchy for the first time. I yeah. forgot that season four. Uh, or season five? Yeah, I forgot season five of uh, uh, of uh, My Hero Academia. I forgot about that. I've been like off my anime game recently. Well, I mean, I you, you do have that. a new job, and it's been bouncing your schedule around. So right, which I'm just now starting to get used to because like it sucks like having to work second shift. Like I'll come home at ten o'clock and like fall asleep at like ten thirty, and then I'm up at like six, and then I got to be work at two. But it's, it's like it, it, it sucks. I was gonna ask how, how how is it working the two to ten shift, but I mean I, I don't mind it. I used to do it all the time, but I just like I, my body's still adjusting to actually like going to sleep, coming home because there's usually like because like you know. With, the three kids in the house is not like I could like be upstairs right. like with the TV on like being loud. Right. So it's like I usually come in my room and lay in my bed and then like if I don't hop on my computer or hop on my phone or something, I usually just pass out. Yeah. So I usually just pass out like right away. Like at like ten thirty, eleven o'clock I'm like I I'm usually out. So it it, it it's fine, but it just kinda sucks because I usually then I'll wake up at like six, seven and then I'm usually like, well I'm up at like seven o'clock now. I'm like, well that sucks because now no. I, I, I I don't have to be to work till two, but I'm up at seven, which is fine. I get more shit done, but then now, like by like eight thirty, nine o'clock, I'm dragging ass at work. Now working two to ten, what would your ideal like day look like? Essentially, like you come home, you go to bed by what time? To wake up by what uh, time? Probably by like go to bed by like two a.m. Um, okay. Come home at like ten, go to bed by like two, maybe three, and be up by like ten. Okay. Like nine thirty ten is probably my ideal because like I got to be to work at so I try to get to work by no later than like one thirty even though I don't have to be to work till two I try to get to work later than one thirty um like usually the latest I try to get there by like one fifteen so I usually leave the house like twelve forty twelve forty five you change into like you, you, you like a, you, do you keep your uniform and all your gear and everything at work no I just change at the house here I have I keep uh, I actually uniform in my car but I just change at my house here. Throw on my uniform, my pants, and drive to work. Um, so usually, like you know, I hit the freeway. It's like from my house to the to my house to get the freeway is like a four minute, back like a five minute drive. And once I hit the once I hit the freeway, it's just like fifteen minutes. Yeah. So it's like I, I get to work in like twenty twenty five minutes. It's not, it's not bad. But um, so I my ideal like ideally I would get up by like ten, like nine thirty ten o'clock ideally. Um. You know, make something to eat, kick around the house for an hour, hour and a half. You know, shower, kick around the house for like an hour and a half, and then start getting ready to go by like twelve fifteen. Be ready to go by like the latest one o'clock. Walk, well, like walking out the door by like one in the car, driving and get to work by like one twenty-five, one thirty, and then kind of be ready to go. That's kind of like my ideal. No, but. Yeah, but I, I just yeah, just coming home and falling asleep and then being up by like six seven is like shitty. <laughs> That's the exact same schedule I used to have. It, I would do one to nine thirty basically. Yeah. <clears throat> so, yep. but yeah, I, I used to I, work two to ten all the time when I used to work at CVS back in the day. I would be yeah. up to like four and then get up at like <laughs> like noon, 
get well, like only, get ready yeah, to get to work only, for like one thirty. Yeah, the only reason why I usually don't I I, I want to wake up earlier than that. Like I don't I could technically get like sleep at like eleven thirty and just like immediately get up, immediately like eat food, immediately shower, and then like immediately get dressed and leave. But like I, I do like kick around the house a little bit, you know what I mean? So it's kinda like I like having that uh, that that ability to like kick around my house and kind of like lollygag. Although, if I'm being honest, that's kind of my downfall sometimes. Mm. Like, if I'm going to be late, it's because I just sat in bed and like did nothing for like a couple hours, <laughs> as opposed to actually, uh, like actively trying to do something. So mm. there's that. But yeah. Now, Devin, okay, going back to the TV shows and stuff that we've been watching recently, too. You said you've watched Teen Wolf before? Yeah, I've seen all Teen Wolf. Okay, same question as uh, Helsinger Bridge. Who do you think... Well, he's might... only... What? He's only up to season three, yeah. so don't... Yeah, okay, yeah, think early seasons, I guess. I, I, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> but who do you think my top right. three favorite characters are? All right. Um, my number pick. one should be easy. Styles. Yes. Yeah. Number one is easy for everybody. Styles <laughs> yeah, is everybody's favorite. Styles. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll say, I'll say Styles. You seem like a Peter fan. Who's Peter? And <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, okay, okay, I know, okay. You're thinking me. about me now. <laughs> yeah. Styles, you seem like a fan of Peter, and uh, I mean Scott's fine, but like in like the grand scheme of things, Scott is very uh, Scott is very what's the word I'm looking for? Vanilla? Not like yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like he 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 has like hard main character syndrome, so like it's like. Easy to like him, but also yeah, like him, it's it's a lot like fan. Clark from Smallville. It's like you, you like him as a character, but he doesn't. But he, show he's he's fun. nobody. Like, he's nobody's favorite character, right? Like, like you don't dislike him as a character, but I don't think he's anyone's like favorite character, right? Um, uh, see, I fucking hate Derek. Like in that show, I'm gonna say <laughs> Lydia because I'm gonna guess that's his third. I'm gonna say Lydia. So I say Styles, Styles, Peter, and Lydia. Those are my three. Okay. Hmm. He outright guessed what Lydia was. Yeah. I mean, it took me several guesses. <laughs> but um, Styles is right. You know, thinking on it, I do kind of like Peter. And the truth shall set you free. I well, I like how I told you I thought he was a great villain. Yes, yes, he is. He is the he he is a great manipulator. I feel um, he is like what Lex Luthor would be in. Small and this is only season three. Yeah. Um, as far as my third, I was told by Donnie that I would be meeting my favorite character this season. I have not met them yet, but, uh, it is not Lydia. Uh, I, I will give you Peter for that one. Um, but, I uh, my third favorite so far, I think is Erica, even though, I mean, she died real quick. 
purely because she's hot. Yeah, oh yeah, one hundred percent. Like before, before she was even turned, I was like, I saw her, and she just had like crazy ass hair. And I was like, oh, I like her already. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Melina is the one we think that he'll end up liking. Actually, you know what? Other than Erica, I really like the vet. Yeah. <laughs> He's a likable character. Yeah, the vet's kind of the the vet's a really interesting character. Yeah. Um, it took me a while to to connect the dots that he was the priest from The Walking Dead. I was like, ah, I know him from somewhere. It's the voice, I think. I don't know what it is. Then I realized. Yeah, was I not supposed to know what Lydia was as fast as I guessed it? I guess I don't. I don't I think like... I. I don't think I got it yet. But I don't know if we didn't give you hints or something. Well, Honestly. she she he found out already. Like you would have found out already because well, what's her face called her? Yeah. yeah, yeah, but yeah. I mean, you knew a little earlier. I think it was this <laughs> season that you fi- you found, figured it out. I don't think it was season two, or maybe it was. I it was it was it was the season two because Jackson was still the fucking creepy crawly. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. <clears throat> yeah. But yeah, yeah I, I mean, apparently my, my my favorite character is gonna be some wear coyote thing, girl. My my oh, favorite. Yeah, no, no, she she she's legit. Yeah, a, she's one of my favorites. Yeah, she is. Uh, mine are uh, Jackson, not Jackson, <laughs> Styles, Lydia, and uh, Liam are my three favorite. Nice. She like Isaac yeah. a lot. I don't think anyone. I don't. I kind of like Isaac. I don't think anyone likes Derek. Him yet. Fuck Derek. Derek, I mean, I, I like Derek because he has to make the hard decisions and the hard plays. That like, I, I can, I can understand that. But I don't like him because he has to make the hard decisions and the hard plays. But I feel like he he whines about having to make the hard decisions and hard plays all the time. I mean, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. Like, I mean, I like, can't say I wouldn't like, whine, but works. at the same time, <laughs> no, I mean, like, like it works if you have, like, it, like. You can play that card if, like, you're like, no, I'm an asshole because I have to make the hard <coughs> But whining about the fact that you're an asshole because you have to make the hard decisions all the time is not, not, not the same. He's very whiny. Very, very whiny. I get it, but he's very whiny. Which is why I can't take him as Superman seriously. Yeah, I, I can't, I, I'll, I'll always picture him as... Derek before Superman. <laughs> and see, that's funny because I only knew him as like the new Superman from like Supergirl and stuff before I started watching Teen Wolf. So now every time he comes on screen and does something, I'm like, oh yeah. Have Superman's you also watched the new up. Superman show? Or I no? have not. Have you also watched the new Superman I either? I, I don't really care to, but... I'm tempted to see what it's like. I'm more likely to start watching that than I am to watch Supergirl. I gave it a shot. The f- I'm, I'm here. I'll be. I'll be honest with you. The first. The first season of Supergirl is rough. I think. Well, I didn't like that they were just pushing social yeah. agenda like every it's fucking super, episode. The first. The first episode is the first season is super preachy. I think the second um, episode. The second season I think was my favorite so far. The second season definitely gets better. It gets better once it moves to CW because the first season was on um, CBS, mm. I think, or NBC. One of the two. It was on like an actual major channel network, and they were just super like girl power pushing, you know, that kind of thing. Um, I mean, I'm all for it, but good lord, you can no, only fucking too, no, throw it in somebody's face so many times before you get bored with it. 
Yeah, no, it got to the point where it was just like... No, and I'm Sabrina just... was the opposite. The first season I thought was great, and the second season they started pushing everything again. I don't know how you all feel about it. I agree, no, I agree. I think, I, think, I think everybody agrees that the second season of Sabrina was like, well, I'm, I'm out. Eject button. Eject button. I don't know. Like, Yeah, I'm in the same boat. Like, I don't... I, I like the shows for what they are, but... They they <coughs> like they get too push like they they get too like obvious Preachy? yeah too obvious with well, them shoving is, shit down your this throat. Is, this is what I've been saying about this is what I've been saying. It was the same with Miss Marvel, Captain CW. Marvel, whatever the fuck it was. Well, this, yeah, this is what I say about especially about CW specifically. I don't want my I don't want like my, my social justice issues in the CW show. Agreed. Because C, because CW handles. Those issues with about as much subtlety as someone slapping you with a frozen Christmas ham. Yeah, like there's there's no subtlety when they do it. It's just you get slapped in the face with like <laughs> like a twenty pound turkey. You're just like, well, all right, now I don't even want to be here. <laughs> and I mean, it's I, like you get like a good director on like you a don't movie fuck the fair turkey. Like, yeah, no, I'm good. The only thing I'm going to say is sometimes people need to be slapped with a frozen ham or whatever it is. Oh no no oh no no! I agree, I agree. But also, too, my my art my, my arguing point is this, right? Like, like, like I think like Bill Burr says it best in his like uh, comedy. He's like, look, I look, I understand. He's like, we can all agree that hitting women is wrong, but we don't need like the fucking middle of the day. Somebody coming on TV being like, hitting women is wrong and you should feel bad for doing it. It's like, you really think the guy that's beating his wife's at home going to be watching TV like, oh, honey, Oprah fucking said I shouldn't hit you. I'm sorry. I was, I, now I get it. Like, that's not going to happen, right? Like, if <laughs> like if you're going to have, like, the, you know, the sexist, racist assholes, nine times out of ten, like, watching a CW show ain't really gonna change their mind <laughs> like, right. like so it's just in it's my opinion, their like, children not... or like it, it's not just them that that needs the message sometimes like the women I need the message that. too that it's not okay that he's hitting you or the children like it's not okay that, that daddy that. hits mommy i get kind that of thing. but like realistically like if you're a child that grows up in a household of you know watching if you're like if you're a son that grows up watching you know your father abuse your mother and you're told that's a you know that's what a man should do and everything like that like again you watching a cw show is not going to help that too much i'm not saying i don't agree with like the message need to be there but it, it at, at the same time if you devote if you write the entire script of an episode and it's every episode based yeah. on to deliver like a like a powerful like message speech at the end like i felt like the first season of supergirl was written for, so she could deliver her like two minute monologue at like the eighteen minute mark in the episode on like why what's happening is wrong and why it needs to be better. Like I feel like that every single like the entirety of the script was built around that two minute monologue. And while I get that, I, I don't feel like you could build a show or a whole season off of that. Well, I mean, back in when I was younger, this like. A show would have an entire episode dedicated to whatever they thought it was an issue at the time, whether it be bullying or just respecting people's choices. Right, right, like right. You they don't need a, a whole fucking show dedicated to it. Have your well, messages. Not, 
well, not even just that. It was done in like creative ways. Like you look at like Saved by the Bell, you look at like Family Matters, Fresh Prince. Like right. they had those issues and they addressed the issues like You would see the problem and you would feel for the character rather than the character just saying Just saying like this yeah. is what's going on and you should feel bad. <laughs> right. Like it just it's just a different thing. Like the whole like issue like 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 Fresh Prince did it good. Like for instance, like me watching or like if I went back like ten years later and watched like 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 uh Supergirl, right? Like I'm sitting there and I'm watching it, I'm like, okay, this this whole ma- like this this season one is an outlier for the whole show because it's just it's just preachy. We're like if I'm watching like The Fresh Prince, like or I'm watching Saved by the Bell or Full House I'm watching these episodes, or like even Friends to an extent. Like I'm watching them, and I'm like I'm, lo- I'm watching the show, and there's a message there, but they work it, they write it to a point where it fits into the show so perfectly. Where like if I'm binge watching it, I don't even it doesn't even like register in the fact that like oh that was like that was like their PSA episode of the week. That was just another episode, um, that kind of thing. But like I feel like when I walk away from your show, feeling like I just left like a TED talk. I don't necessarily know if that's like how I want to feel watching entertainment TV. That's you know that's kind of my point. But I mean, yeah. other than that, like I do get what you're saying, Rob. Like, yeah, like some people definitely do need that message to come across. But on the flip side, it's kind of like let's okay, your show's coming on at nine o'clock at night or eight o'clock at night. Nine times out of ten, you know, is you know, are the kids really going to be watching the show? Maybe, maybe not. What's your what's your age demographic? What's your you know what's your demographic? Like, are you really going to do that? So, are you going to spend an hour preaching to most of your audience for that? You know, ten percent or fifteen percent that may need to hear it, or are you going to focus on writing a script where you can actually write a script and write this write a character that's you know all those things you're trying to preach against? Write a character that's um write a character that's like abusive or terrible or whatever and just don't make them a likable character and and make it you can make it obvious that the, those traits are why they're not likable so then you just develop a negative reaction to those traits as opposed to it being such as you know this person is, is bad because of this and you need to feel bad and you need to not like that person because of this and it's like that to me, that isn't. It's not as it's not as effective as just a well written character that has flaws. But you can like exemplify those flaws to show why they're not liked, or why, or why you should not like that character. If that makes sense. Now, I don't. I don't know where this fits in, but. What if you have a likable character, like somebody who just everyone does seem to like them, but they're maybe not secretly, but I guess like behind the scenes, they're kind of a douchebag and not everybody sees that side of them. Cause, I mean that's a that's a real life aspect too, you know. Um, I mean, look at like serial killers and things things like that. Like everybody always says, oh, the neighbors, you know, say, oh, the, <clears throat> they would be the last person I would think would be the serial killer. You know, they're so nice, this that, and the other thing. And 
<clears throat> but like, I understand what you're saying about like just making sure like on on a show or whatever like they have qualities that are unlikable, so that way people watching the show can see, oh well, these qualities they're they remind me of this person. That person's a douchebag or whatever. These are obviously very bad qualities, but aren't you kind of like hiding the fact that nice people can also have very bad qualities? Well, no, I mean, well, I mean, that's just a, that's just a thing of like good character writing, like good characters should have flaws, like, but you know, a good character, but I mean, at what point does a character, does a like good character have what? a flaw that makes them then a bad character? Like not bad as in poorly written, but bad as in like, they're not a good person. You know what I mean? I mean, that, well, I can name one person right here that we, everyone in this call likes, or we all like a lot, but they're not a good person. Klaus. Klaus. Klaus is Klaus. a wonderful person. No, he is no. not. He, he is would a do anything to is, save his daughter. He that is does a terrible, not make him a good person. He is a terrible person. He has redeeming qualities, but he also has a lot of bad qualities. He is a terrible person, but he is a good written character. So you still feel something for him because of that. But in a vacuum, he's a terrible person. Yeah. Pretty much all of the Michelsons are terrible people. All the originals are terrible people, but we kind of like all of them. But they were all portrayed as the I mean, they were the heroes was, of the show. Was, but they're all terrible people. What's the one sister who wasn't a vampire? Oh, she still did some shit. She did some terrible shit, dude. Well, I don't know. Like what? She murdered towns of people using magic. Yeah, but probably they probably deserved it, right? Yeah, the whole town probably deserved it. <clears throat> Listen. <laughs> it's all a matter of perspective, and that's what entertainment is about. I don't mean, and Rob, I swear yeah, to you, I don't mean to make you feel like I don't agree 100% wholeheartedly that things don't need to be out there. I just feel like in this current age it's just all you see anymore and coming from my life i don't do it i don't condone it but i don't know what else i can do like, i'm not gonna go kick in somebody else's door so i like i just don't want to see it all the time i respect the message <laughs> rob has muted he is done with all of you sorry Rab. no i said pretty much like i also like very much respect the message and i am all for powerful messaging in movies and television. I just I don't look at CW as my as my uh avenue for like I would like to put it to put this in perspective, I would I would expect a more delicate handling of like social issues from like an episode of Arthur than I would a CW show. <laughs> Another thing, and maybe this is just me getting older. But like the cartoon Arthur. Oh, <laughs> I thought you meant something I would else. No, I would no, no. I would expect more like a uh, a delicate handling of social issues from like Arthur or like the Magic School Bus than I would like CW shows. Like CW shows are trashy romantic shows that usually are just like pointless. Like they're they're mindless teenage dramas. Like don't get me wrong. Outside of like a couple of shows, like they're really mindless teenage dramas. You really could say Supernatural is also a mindless teenage drama to a degree, but it's not right. 
But you could argue and say it is, right? But, I mean, I just, when they take the CW formula and then they try to get preachy with it, it just becomes, like, for me, it becomes almost unbearable. Lazy and dumbed down writing. Yeah, that and, and and that's what it ultimately it, it becomes. And the thing is, like you can, if you need to dumb down your writing and you need to like laze up your writing to like get a, excuse me, get a message across, that's fine. But when your writing is already CW qual- like caliber, yeah, <laughs> like you don't have a lot of ground to give up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, don't know. I, I mean, guess I'm... I love. Go ahead. I, I, I guess I'm just confused as if you dislike it so much. Why watch several seasons of it? I don't. Well, no, get it. I don't. Well, well, I don't. That's the thing. Like, I, I stopped watching Supergirl a while ago. Like, I liked the show. I watched like the first season. I was like, eh, I didn't like it that much. But then I watched the second season. I was like, okay, this is a little bit better. And then I watched the third season. I watched all the Supergirl. I did eventually drop Supergirl. I was just like, I just stopped caring because honestly, my issue with Supergirl at the later seasons was they just had really shitty villains. Um. And I didn't like any of the villains, really. I'm like, there's really no compelling, like, all the recurring villains in Supergirl, to me, weren't really compelling villains. Like, I didn't care about them enough to be, like, recurring. And then you look at the... But, like, I didn't stop watching Supergirl because it got, like, too preachy. I do agree the first season was unwatchably preachy. That I do agree. But I didn't wa- stop watching the show because I stopped watching the show for other reasons. But like, yeah, look at a show like, like Legacies or whatever. Like Legacies gets a little preachy here and there, but overall, it's still it it still remembers it's it's an entertainment show, and it still goes back to that. And so it's it's watchable. Like, and don't get me wrong. Like I laugh. Like, and I always tell people this. Like, CW is like very lowbrow in general, but at the same time. It's entertaining, right? It's like it's it's like lowbrow. It's almost soap opera esque at times, right? And that's not really a it's a it's a bad thing, but it's not really a bad thing. But it's okay to like that kind of stuff. Like I'm I'm totally okay admitting like yeah, like I like CW shows. Like I have no problem with that. Like I'm but I am also am I guess. I'm not too proud to admit the fact if you hear people are like, yo, CW is trash. I'll be like, no, it really is. But it's why it, but it's entertaining trash, like to me. Right. Like, but if you're like, dude, CW is like some of the worst written shows, like almost every show follows a formula and you can like follow the formula from like episode to episode. And I'm like, you know what? You're kind of right. They have like five or six different like formulas that they spit out for various shows. And then they just sprinkle in like, cliffhangers and things here and there to like make it so slightly different but the formulas are pretty much the same right and i'm like you could totally point that out and that's a valid criticism and i understand what you're saying but either way i still like the show i still like it um but no like i in terms of like like i i'm not watch like i don't want you to think like i i, I watch a show and i'm like oh this is preachy garbage and then i'm like i'm gonna watch it every week like if it's got to a point where like I, it was unbearable, like I like Supergirl, I gave the whole chance. I'm like, okay, because this is like its first season. I will usually tough out our show's first season to see kind of like if it finds its footing. So it's like I watched the first season. I was like, all right, I wasn't like 
he got better at the end. I wasn't like super impressed, but he got better at the end. And then the second season popped up, and I was like, all right, I watched that. And I was like, okay, this is much better. This is much, much better. But like, to give you an idea, as preachy as, as, preachy as Supergirl was in season one, I probably hate the last like two seasons of Arrow more. Cause I haven't even made Arrow, it that far yet. I don't know why I stopped watching that. It, Arrow should have ended like three seasons ago because, well, also they just kept trying to turn Arrow into Batman because they couldn't get the rights to Batman, so they just kept trying to turn him into Batman. <laughs> Which I mean, Green Arrow is not Batman, but they just kept trying to turn him into Batman. Like, why does Green Arrow have anything to do with Rachel Gould? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it just—it's just because they couldn't get the rights to Batman. That's the only reason why. So they're just like, we just need someone who's a regular guy who has money, you know, or whatever. Um, and we're just gonna make him, make him Batman. So they just start throwing Batman villains at Green Arrow, <laughs> and just wrote him like he was Batman. And then like, okay, that's fine to a degree. And then after a while, I'm just like, you know what? Like this show is actually like getting really bad. Um, well, I always kind of hoped that they'd uh, give the kid in Gotham time to grow up and have a have it go into the early days of like Batman when he was getting used to it. Uh, I mean, there's a new. Isn't there a new Dark Knight movie co- or show coming out? Is there? It's not. It's not with him though. But it is a new Dark Knight TV show, I think. But yeah, Rob. Like, no, I, I'm not like watching a show like the shit on it. Um. I don't know. I mean, I just, I like both Supergirl and Sabrina, and I don't, I never felt that they were preachy in the slightest, so that's why I'm just, I don't know. I guess we have different opinions about what's a, something constitutes being preachy, I guess. I don't know. Well, well I always try to explain how I feel. Like, I will watch a show where I'll roleplay or I'll play a video game to escape the world because the world sucks. Yes, I do need to be re- not reminded this thing's going on, but when a show is constantly making me feel bad, I typically will stop watching it. Like, I, I do it for an escape, and that's just a personal thing. I absolutely respect the message. But, like, it, why is it making you feel... I don't understand why it's making you feel bad to watch a TV show. Like, Seeing people be persecuted because they believe differently or live a lifestyle differently, That I don't like that. I don't like seeing it. I don't like it happening. And I don't need to be reminded that it happens. it's happening because I know it is. So it's just like I'm watching this and getting bothered but, by it. But the superheroes come along and fix it. That's the, I don't know. I, okay. I guess I'm okay. just, I'll put, I don't get it. I'll but. put it this way. Pre- preachy is probably the wrong word. Specifically, I hate it when shows' messages get ham-fisted. That's the part that kills me. And CW does not does not handle delicate messages gracefully. Like, I look at Black Lightning. I That show, for me, the first season was unbearable because it just basically boiled down every episode was white man black, white man is bad, and black man is good. And I'm like, I don't, like, or it's like, white man bad, fight the power. And that's literally the whole first season of that show. And every episode is, if there was a white person on screen in that show, they were the bad person. And I'm like, I get what you're doing. I understand it. But there's no subtlety here. And then, like, they even casted the first, like, the main villain in Black Lightning was... The albino albino. Yep. An albino, an albino black man who hates other black people. <laughs> and I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, 
I get what you're doing. I, I understand it. I even like him as a villain. I get it. But at the same time, it's like, even as me as a black man, it, I'm like, this is like, it's too ham-fisted. There's no subtlety here. You are trying to do, you're trying to take a problem that requires surgical precision and using a shotgun. <laughs> and I'm like, that's not how you do it. Like, it, because what's going to happen is you're going to polarize the entirety of the audience to where your message will only get watched by people who agree with it anyway. So you're not really doing any benefits. You're just creating an echo chamber. Or you're going to get people who just hate on hate on the show for the sole, the sole reason of it preaches a counter message, but it doesn't really you don't because you're not really offering up a discussion point while giving a message. You're just giving see, the message and being this is the message. See, but you don't like that side of things. Yet you'll watch shows like that one with the stupid platform that went up and down. Shows like that are always like, oh, look at how terrible humanity is and how they'll treat each other when they're when they're left to their own devices. Like. That's why I don't like shows like that, because it shows that side constantly, and they're just like, oh, humanity's terrible to each other, and they're just going to keep doing it no matter what their choices are. <clears throat> I mean, I, I understand what you're saying, but I feel like that's not... I guess I feel like that's two unrelated things, to a degree. Like, I know what you're saying, but, like, I feel like... I'm, I'm just saying that, to me, that side seems pretty kind of preachy. Like, they're always like, oh, humans are always terrible to each other. Well, I no mean... One's ever good. I mean See, for me, see, uh, I guess for this, for me, that movie, like, they use the platform as an example, right? If you want to, if you want to spend the time to break that down, you can. If you don't, you can just watch it as a movie that's needlessly violent and ignorant and, or, you know, whatever, and either enjoy it or not as that movie. But, like, when something is, in, 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 when something is done with no subtlety, there's really no other way to view it. It's just, it is what it is. At that point. So, like, if you don't want to sit down and watch the platform and be like, well, you know, humanity is being awful to each other and just view it as just a bunch of shitty people in a fucking tower being shitty to each other, you can just view it that way. Like, that's totally fine. A bunch yeah, of yeah. shitty people being shitty. And at that point, you're like, well, that's a pretty shitty movie. And I'll be like, fair. That's a shitty movie. You have shitty people being shitty to each other. And the result is a shitty movie. Like, you can completely do that. But if you sit down and you're like, well, you know, you can sit down and take the time to analyze it and be like, well, this is, you know, you could say this is, you know, this is the class system. The people on the high, you know, people, high, people higher up, you will always have more than you. And they're always going to do whatever they can to make sure you don't get on their level and keep them, you know, and keep people, be keep people below them down. You can break it down how, like that. How is that no, I'm just message. saying you can. No, I'm saying you can break it down like that if you want to, but that's your choice. You don't have to do that. My point is, I'm saying like when stuff gets like hamfistedly, hamfistedly preachy, it's I don't have. You're not giving me the option of exploring something. You're literally giving me something on a, you know, giving me serving me something in front of my on my TV, saying this is bad. This is the only way to go about this. And you need to do something about it. And that's it. Like, you know, for instance, like, they're literally, okay, so they're you, the first, like, there's a couple episodes in Supergirl in the first season that are literally just, like, you can break, you boil the entire episode down to men bad, women good. And I'm like, I understand what you're saying. I get what you're saying. But, like, going back to like, the Black Lightning thing, where, like, white men bad, black people good. Right? Like, I get what you're saying. 
but it's not that simple. Like it's really not that simple. So when you when you dumb when you dumb it down and ham fist it down, you're doing more harm than good because you're taking something that is a delicate topic in a delicate situation and you're making it super just in your face because you need you needed to fit a narrative. You're not really handling it with any surgical precision. You know, like for instance, the, if I was going to better write like the whole like uh, black lightning thing, you want to you really want to like you really want to like flip the whole like albino character, make the first like to make it more intricate, make make the make the main bad guy a black guy who make him like the mayor and he's you know he's buying a property, but re- realistically what he's doing is he, maybe he's selling it. If you want to do like the whole like you know white man trying to keep the black guy down or whatever he's buying up property in black neighborhoods being like the face like all smiling super happy but on the flip side he's selling he's selling or he's he's buying it on behalf of you know another white man's like another white man's company and then they're gonna you know they're secretly trying to like jack up the prices to like push people out of neighborhoods so they can gentrify the neighborhood or whatever you can do it like that like you can do it like that but some people don't want that because that is a little too real. But at the same time, you you know what I mean? Like, you can make it more intricate and make the character themselves more interesting. And it's not just, oh, this is a white guy and he doesn't like black people, so he's bad. Or, oh, this is a black guy who doesn't like black people, so he's bad. Um, and, yeah, like, you can break it down into something that's way more complicated than that. Or you can take it at its most simplest form and try to make it fit into a narrative. But if you take something in its most simplest form and try to write a story around something super simple, you're going to get a super simple story. And that's kind of my that was kind of my point. That though is that like they're all villains of the week. Like how much time can they in an hour show take to show you the motivations well, of the villains? They're villains of the week to a degree. I mean, they're still the overarching plot of like the season. And like so the villain I'm talking about Black Lightning, like he was a he's a recurring villain for multiple seasons. But his his only real motivation is literally is he is just a he is a albino white guy who if i'm not mistaken like he was teased when he was younger but also on top of that he just feels that he he was successful and the greater black community is not successful so people look down on him because he's a part of that community and i'm like i get what you're saying but no like i get what you're saying but that's not the way to go about it like for for that to be the motivation of you being a villain, like that's not the same thing. Like that's that's not a good villain motivation. And for you to be a continuing villain, so I'm not saying like you have Supergirl and you know her you know her preaching like girl power is a bad thing. I'm not saying that at all. But I'm it's saying what it sounds when, like you're saying no, you're going to an extreme yeah. with something. I'm simply yeah, saying it's you, being forced into your face too often. And I feel yeah, like that's what Devin is saying too. Yeah, exactly. I'm saying when it's boiled down to it's more simple. Feel that way, why are you continuing to watch it? I don't. I don't. Well, Rob, like I said to you, I that I feel I only said that I feel the first season was like that. I feel every other season after that with Supergirl has been pretty like focused on just the content itself, and it still has had that overarching message of girl power and facing social issues. But I really feel like the first season was like the most ham-fisted way in there. We're like, there are literally lines in there. It's like, you know, they, they would have characters throwing lines like, you can't do that because you're a woman. Like, like, what year are we in? 
<laughs> like there were literally lines in the first season where like the villains like the villains like getting beat up. And he's like, "You can't beat me. You're not stronger than me. You're a woman." And I'm like, "All right." <laughs> like th- that was your dialogue you put there for an, an 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 intelligent guy who's like an intelligent person who like has been shown in previous scenes of having like an IQ over like five. That that was the that was the dialogue we went with there. It was just you 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 can't beat me because you're a woman. Lazy and dumb downwriting to try to deliver yeah, a like, message is yeah, bad. That that's my only point. Like the over like oversimplifying like in dumbing down the writing to do it to like make a point and then doing that week week in and week out creates a a really weak product in my opinion that doesn't do what you want it to do. But if you take something that's and then you space it out and you give it like an actual like give give me a storyline. Give me a storyline of like Supergirl being shit on because she's a woman, but or like or like Kara being shit on, or like Supergirl and Kara both being shit on because she's a woman. Like she's trying to go save something or try to go do something, or like there's another like hero in town or whatever, and you know there's another hero in town. Give me like a multi episode thing or even a one episode thing where like he keeps get, like she saves the day or he does all you know she does all the stuff, but the press keeps covering him. Like the press keeps covering, he's the one doing all the stuff, or he, you know, he saves like a cat out of a tree, and he gets front page. Well, she saves the world, and she's on page three. I mean, like, to be fair, he, that's that's kind of the whole story with Supergirl too, is because by the time she comes to age and have and has those powers, Superman's already existed. Well, right, right. And well, so right, right, she's right, right. essentially trying to step out of his shadow. Right. Which no, I, I get that. Point. I get that point, but no, I'm saying like if you want to give like a little more like intricate to like the saying like, hey, you know, equality is a thing, like you know, gender equality is a thing. You could very easily, very, very, very easily, instead of just being like giving villains one-liners like you can't beat me because you're a girl, like be like, well, hey, have it, have her get it on both ends, have her, have her being passed up for like articles and have her being passed up because she's a woman. You or know, have our article being shot down because she's a woman, and then have also we're like her 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 heroic exploits within her own city that she's kind of you know that she's protecting. It, now that Superman's not even in the picture, her her you know she saves like she saves a you know a a plane from crashing into a building, um, and this other like local bullcrap hero saves like one person or saves a fucking cat out of a tree and ends up on the front page and gets interviewed and gets screen time. And she's just kind of like pushed to page three and it's just like, and show that frustration. So kind of like, yeah, how she's working three times harder for less recognition. And, you know, you can easily do that and make it more of a storyline that becomes something that's like, Hey, you know, I'm invested in this. You know, this is actually like I get, you know, I get the point. I get what they're doing, and you get. I I just feel that at the end of the day, that message becomes more impactful than just, you know, the ham-fisted in your face like this bad, this bad, this good, this good, and it becomes more like our natural realization of like, oh yeah, you know, this is this is bad. As opposed to being told to do something, just like if you like you're you're in school, like I can give you the answer to the to the question, but then you can't answer it on the test. But I can show you how to get to the answer for the question, and then you can answer it on the test. So like if I'm sitting in front of the TV and you're like, okay, I, you know, you're trying to you know 
you know, you're trying to explain to like, like you mentioned earlier, like dealing with kids, you're trying to like have a, like a kids watching this for like, like, like for their message. Well, you can tell the kid like, Hey, gender equality is gender. You know, all genders are equal. You can tell them that a thousand times, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to stick. But if you show them through, you know, an actual, like something that they're invested in, you show them that, you know, even week in and week out, even if it's still end of the week, you can show them that, hey, all genders are equal. Women, women can do everything that, everything that a man can do, a woman can do it too. You can show them that and show them and let them come to that, let them come to that conclusion on their own but being guided by the show and not just being told by the show, they would have that would I think will sit a lot more impactful with them in general. That's kind of what I'm saying. Like I just don't agree with like don't devote an hour of a show to just getting in rapid fire ham fisted punches on an issue, on any issue, whether it's gender equality, whether it's, you know, sexual orientation, no matter what it is, like, you know, race equality, whatever it is, don't do that. I'd rather you take, not even take the long game, but just take a more methodical approach and approach it where it's going to actually be impactful. It's going to mean something because you can get punched a hundred times, but if those punches have nothing behind them, it's not going to hurt you. But if you get, you know, you get hit one or two good times, but they actually have some they actually have some ump behind them you're gonna feel them you're gonna be like oh okay i understand now i I get that like you can touch a stove a hundred times but if it's not one it's not gonna matter you touch a stove one time and it's a 500 degree stove you're gonna feel that shit you're gonna be like oh wait that's hot yeah let's not do that again you know so i feel like it's just a matter of one impactful message versus just a being told a thousand times that this is bad. And I feel like even like study, like statistically you're going to do better off coming to a conclusion yourself or being invested in something and then coming to a conclusion at the end. It almost going to feel like you're doing work, but like, it's going to feel like you're doing work, but if it's entertaining along the way, Hey, I'm not really doing that work. Right. But if you're just watching something and you're just being told over and over and over and over and over again, that this is what this is, or this is what this is. I feel like you're either going to you're either going to do like what you're doing and like you're going to be like okay cool I agree with the message I'm down with this let's just watch the show right or you're going to be like well this is like I understand what you're saying what you're telling me I already get that like I understand that message but now it's sticking out like a sore thumb and it's all I'm seeing in the show now like I don't need to sit through this for you know, three hours of my day. Like I get off work, I come home, like what Donnie's saying, I get off work, I come home, I crack open a beer or I sit down in front of the TV. I didn't want to watch something that, yeah, you can have a mess in your show. That's fine. But I want to watch something that helps me relax from that day. I don't need to come home and sit in front of the TV and get beat over the head with, you know, messages of virtue and everything else. Like I don't need that in such a, just a heavy handed way. Rob, you were muted during that comment. I know. I said, so then don't watch it. Rob, I understand your, like, I understand what you're saying by saying don't watch it, but I, I'm, I feel like you're missing the point <laughs> where he walked away from I guess story. that's fine. I just, feel, I, I just feel like he's missing the point where I, I didn't stop watching Supergirl because of that. 
or really any show because of that. Like some shows, yeah, like like uh, Sabrina. Like I didn't love the first season of Sabrina. I didn't hate the show. Like, it was fine. Like I watched it. I was like, okay. The second season, I was like, okay, this is going in one of those directions. That's fine. I stuck with it for a while. Then after that, I just kind of fell off. I didn't make a conscious decision to stop watching the show. I just didn't really like. I stopped watching it to go do something else, and then I just didn't repick it back up. But like, I'm not saying you have to keep watching a show because of that. Like, I understand your point, Rob. Like, yeah, if you don't like it, don't watch it. I get that. But I no, I guess at no point did I did I say that wasn't the solution to the problem is to not watch it. But on the same hand, I'm also saying that you, I think creators need to also kind of be more in tune with what they're putting out and not just like doing it. Because again, like you, like your whole solution is don't watch it. Well, the issue is let's say it's a good show. It's a really good show, but they're just, overdoing their messages it's a good show and a good platform for the message it's just it's like i said it's lazy and oversimplified messages being sent in and in my opinion with not messages i'm sorry writing well this is my thing right it was lazy you know when you get lazy oversimplified writing that ends up with you know that ends up with a delivery of kind of like lazy and oversimplified messages you're going to end up polarizing your audience which some people you know like robin be like that's fine i don't don't care if you don't agree with the message i don't i don't want you watching the show anyway but then you're gonna get shows that are gonna be canceled that don't necessarily deserve to be canceled like they're good shows but it's just you're gonna polarize that audience so even so if you're gonna get to a point where people even feel some type of way like slightly different about the message they're just gonna tune out completely they're going to completely tune out of the show and then you're not going to watch it. Whereas if you handle it masterfully, like you can sit down and watch, you know, like you could sit down and watch something you don't necessarily agree with if it's done in the right way, right? Like you could sit down and watch something and be like, okay, like, you know, I don't like this, this, and this about the show, but they do this as like, I can look at it objectively, but when it's something is so heavy handed and just in your face, you don't even want to take the time to sit down and try to find the good and analyze it. So you just turn it off and go, I'm done with this. So let's say there's, you know, out of every hundred people, there's 30 people who agree with the message, 30 people who don't agree with the message to begin with, so they're never going to watch it. And then there's, you know, 40 people who could be won over. The issue is, you're, the, the issue is going to be with those 40 people who could be won over, right? If they can sit down, if they're like Donnie, who, Donnie or even myself who like, yeah, I don't need, I don't need this force fed down my throat every, every single episode. For like me. I already agree with it. I just don't want I'm gonna, to. Exactly. You know? I just don't need a force fed for force fed down my throat. Like, so I'm going to turn this off and not watch it. Whereas if it was done in such a way where it's not like that, I harken back to shows, like I said, like full house or family matters or, mm. um, whatever. Shows like that that handled those issues, but they did it with even like being different episodes every week. They handled those issues, but they wrote them with subtlety and wrote them in a way where there was a message at the end of the episode or even during the episode. But it 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 was a payoff, and it was like it was a journey during the episode, and it wasn't just this kind of just like ah uh, in your face kind of thing. It you 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 had more retention. 
that's my only that's my only complaint. Like I I understand what I completely agree with what you're saying. If you don't like a show and you don't agree with the message of a show, don't watch the show. But I feel like there also needs to be some some of the blame laid at the feet of the people making the show and just being like, well, look, if you're me- if the the complaint is the message, maybe you should look at how you're delivering the message. I'm not saying don't deliver the message. I'm saying look at how you're delivering them. Because if it's super simplified and super cheesy and super just in your face, that is if you're insulting people's intelligence with the message, people are not going to stay tuned in. That's the best way to put it. Like if nobody's going to stick around and get their and get their intelligence insulted. It's like hitting women is bad. Like yeah, hitting women is bad. I absolutely agree. I absolutely agree. But I don't need like a freeze frame dead look like and I, and this is something like CW like they hadn't done it but this is almost like what it's like sometimes where like something will happen and they'll like freeze frame look in the camera and be like hey you sitting at home hitting women is bad and then they'll go back to the action and you're like what like it's with how like their dialogue is it's almost like that bad sometimes where they'll take a message and do that or like they'll you know or hey all genders are equal or hey LGBTQ rights matter. And I'm like, yeah, they do. I agree. 100%. I agree. 1000%. I agree. But like, why are you interrupting like a dialogue scene to like input dialogue with that one specific agenda when it didn't need to be there? Like you could have done this better. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's all I'm saying. Like, but that's it. At no point am I saying I don't agree with any of the messages being said. I'm just saying, like, I feel like the delivery of said message could be better. All right, then. Okay. Now Rob's all mad. Nope. That's a, that's a, that's a, that's a, yep. (laughs) Well, I mean... We're at that hour and 15 minute mark. Now Webby's all awkward. I was... It's not so much awkward as it is I uh, did not expect the time to go by as fast as it did. No, you're awkward because you hear all the stuff Rob's saying when he's muted. So, yeah. I only said that one thing that he made me tell you anyway. Yeah. I don't know. The only awkwardness that I have is the... It's like a... It's like talking politics. It's just one of those yeah. things that I... Politics, religion. Yeah. You just yeah. don't. Yeah, I no, I mean, it. no. I... Yeah. Honestly, like, the only reason why... I... <laughs> I'm not being awkward about anything. Is because I just feel like we we all agree on a point. It's just we just agree on two different things on the same point. Like Rob is just like if you don't agree with the message, don't watch the show. And I'm just like, well, yeah, I agree with you. You shouldn't watch the show if you don't agree with the message. But I also feel like the message should be done in a way that's more openly accessible for all members, all audiences. Oops, I'm knocking shit over. Like there you go, and I think that's kind of like what Donnie is saying too. Like I just feel like you're if you're gonna deliver, if you're gonna, if you're going to take, if you're going to get in a soapbox, just do it right. That's it. Like that's it. If you're if you're going to deliver a message, I feel like you should do it. Go. You should pay it. You should you should put the time in 
to deliver it correctly because all you're going to do if you don't is just waste time, in my opinion. I feel like if you're going to deliver a message, you're going to take a fight, you you take that fight and you take it seriously and you take it and you do it. You don't just do it so you don't get canceled by Twitter. Like, I don't, I hate when I see a show that just inputs a message in because it's a current event and they want to be like, oh, hey, look, we touched on this. Hey, we're cool. Like, that's not what, I don't want to see that in a show. I want to see it actually, like, integrated and has a, and have a plot and be like, okay, we actually took the care and the time to think this through and we're integrating this appropriately. For instance, my favorite character in Supergirl. Take a guess who my favorite character in Supergirl is. Uh, the kid whose father's the toy maker guy. No. Okay. Cat Grant. No. The Martian Man. My favorite, my favorite character in Supergirl is Nia. Is who? Nia. I don't know who that is. Nia Null, Dreamer. I like her entire oh. story. I like her entire story that they had for in the fourth season. Um, her her interaction with Brainy. I love her storyline. I feel like they did that storyline. They did it subtly and they did it well. And it flushed out her character and made me care about her character. Completely, 100%. And I think if she came along in season one of Supergirl, it would have been a disaster. In my personal opinion. Because of how they were writing Supergirl in season one. Yeah. But I feel like how they handled her being transgendered and everything else in that show, I feel like they handled it perfectly. Like, involving her character. I actually loved her character from the beginning. I learned her character all the way through. All the episodes of folks to her, I'm like, yes. Wonderful episodes. Very much do not think that would have been the case in season one with how they were writing Supergirl in season one. That's that. Like that's just how I personally feel about that. But yeah. Well, I think that's a good part to wrap up on. If anybody else has anything for closing thoughts on that, I love everybody. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Leave the goddamn Fantastic Four franchise alone. (laughs) As in, don't ever make another one again. Yeah. (laughs) It it wasn't broke. And you kept trying to fix it, and now it's really broke. It's really, really broke. I will tell you, and it you wasn't my favorite. It. Like, when they remade it the first time, with, like, Jessica Alba is Invisible Woman, whatever. Well, that it wasn't, wasn't, a, terri- it wasn't a terrible movie. Like, I enjoyed it. It was Jessica Alba was naked. It's a great movie. But then <laughs> they tried to, tried to build upon it, and it just kind of got worse. And then they're like, oh, let's just completely redo it. Let's make Johnny Storm black. Let's make the thing look like a weird orange sponge. And I was just like, wow. Okay. You really you really changed things up on this one. Uh, didn't even bother watching that one. My, 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 my biggest complaint about that one, believe it or not, in a superhero movie, I shit you not, there is one fight scene in that entire movie. They fight Doctor Doom. It is the last, I want to say, 15 minutes of that movie. Of the newest remaked one? Yes. I haven't seen it, so... That, of, yeah, it, it is pretty bad. It's 
very bad. It's not great. I don't like it. Well, I, I really think I really think the other one actually is pretty solid though. Like the first one that yeah, you know, the, the very, first very one really popped out. Yeah, not that bad. Even the second one with Rise of the Silver Surfer, not that bad. Like yeah. not great, but not bad. Um, when they tried to, when they rebooted it again though, I I I can't do it. Oh, I Disney Plus is in talks about trying to make a new one and trying to do. Ah, uh, that's fine. You know, I really feel like if they're gonna give do it to that, Marvel, they'll fix it. Just make a show, make a show, and see, that's honestly and see I think how what that they goes. should do. It's just make it like make a show, show and see how it goes, and see how it goes. Yep. And if it turns out good, hey, you know what? We're gonna give them a what you call it. If it doesn't, because at least with a show, they can take yeah. their time. You know what yes. I mean? They don't have to rush things yes. into a two-hour. I mean, because Doctor Doom is one of my Doctor Doom is one of my favorite um, characters in, in Marvel. Like, I love Doctor Doom. His oh, he his character he's awesome. His motives are pretty awesome, but at the same time, uh, the only thing I liked about him in the first movie was he was played by Cole from uh, Charmed. Yep. Yep. Uh, speaking of which, the new Suicide Squad movie. Uh, I know we had talked about it previously, and it was kind of like um, uh, hinted at, but it has now been confirmed that Nathan Fillion is playing Arms Fall Off Boy, or Detachable wow. Limb Man, or whatever the fuck. Arms Fall Off Boy? Dude, no, Donnie, have you ever seen Arms Fall Off Boy? No. Yeah, that's a super. Literally, he can remove his. Hold arms. on. Hold on. I'm gonna show you yeah. the original panel of one arms fall off. Boy. Now he goes by something else, though. It's like detachable no. person or something. His name is legitimately Arms Fall Off Boy. I'm just saying, in Suicide Squad, they call him something else. Yeah, because it, because the character's a fucking meme. Yeah. Here you go, Donnie, in dumbass chat. Here you go. Boom. I just that is the that is the. Let us see illustrious arms fall off, boy. Yep. He is the character that everyone, you know, there used to, at least my parents used to say, you know, I will rip out your tongue and beat you at the bloody end of it. It's essentially that. I will rip off my arm and beat you at the bloody end of it. Um, but with that being said, uh, we're going to wrap up the episode here because we're hitting the hour, almost hour and a half mark. Uh, Rob, do you have a science corner? You're muted, but I heard the no. You don't have anything off the top of your head? I feel like, Ro- I feel like Rob is muted. very dejected. Uh, I feel like Rob is very dejected. I don't know what you did to him, Devin. You broke him. I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what I need to do. Do we have a life advice with Devin? I told you. I'd be like, I, I need to stop doing things because I just like, I, I, I fuck everything up. A touchy subject. That being said, I love everybody and I didn't mean to upset anyone with anything I said. So I'm sorry if I did. Same. Same. Um... Yeah, I mean, I guess I got some life advice here. Uh, there you go. Simple, but I think it, it works for everybody out there, and somebody somewhere needs to hear it. Find joy in everything you choose to do. 
Every job, relationship, home, it's your responsibility to love it or change it. There you go. At first, I thought you said find Joey in everything that you do. And I was like, like from it's, friends? It's, it's I thought it was like, a friends thing, too. It's kind of like it's kind of like find Jesus, except it's just find Joey. It's like find your inner Joey, no matter what you're doing. Have I mean, that could doing. also be that could that could also be good life advice. Just find your inner Joey. So, Rob, find Rob, find your inner Joey. All right, Rob. If you do not have a science corner with Rob, can you give me? One of your favorite quotes from Joey from Friends. Well, all right. Rob is gone for the remainder of the SU episode. Why is he gone? Uh, he is muted. He is not talking. What? Seriously, so, what happened, Rob? Uh, but with that being said, find your inner Joey. Uh, Devin, where can people find you on the internet? You guys find me on Twitter at DP underscore Pookie and on Twitch at Mr. D3. And as always, you can find me on eBay apparently ruining friendships. Uh, Donnie, are you found anywhere on the internet for people? Um, yes, you can find me at Jack's Forest no, Walker. All just stop using mine. Use anyone else's but mine. But my friends are your friends. Listen. Huh? Uh, all right, Rob. Do you want to tell everybody where you you can be followed at? Nope. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, everybody, you can follow me at Jacks Forest Walker, all one word, and on on Twitter and on Twitch at DM Webby. Uh, and yeah, that's about it. So until next time, everybody. Fuck Booster Gold. Fuck Booster Gold. Why is it 